What's up, fam? On this episode of Snapback Sports Pod, Snapback Kitchen is live. Go to snapbackkitchen.com, get your orders. Thank you guys for supporting, and thank you for making this all happen. It's really, really dope, and the food's good. You'll hear a review inside this podcast. Besides that, we have a fun pod loaded with NBA playoffs. The first round is underway. We review the East, we review the West, and most importantly, we hear from Eagleson, who spends his first night in a nightclub. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sederman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host, a longtime best friend, Abraham Granoff. Abe, mm. what is on your mind today? Mm, a little formal Sunday action. I mean, you know what, Jack? It's late. I didn't really... It's 8 to 36 on a Sunday night, but what a weekend. What a weekend. The Snapback Kitchen launches. I come up to New York. Sixers-Raptors game one. And you know what, Jack? I usually shit on everything that you... Do, right? Yeah, and stand for. I was, and this is taking bias out of it, very impressed with the quality of the food at Snapback Kitchen, I have to admit. And the fries? I gave a little, listen, okay, I'll go through it now. (laughs) I gave a, uh, the fries were the center of attention, of course. I gave, I got pulled out of the, uh, the event. I gave an honest review for Pop Chew on video. They told me, yeah, just give a review of the food. And, uh, Apparently, it shouldn't have been five minutes long. It's supposed to be like a 20-second thing, but I was out there for a while. <laughs> so let's go. Tenders. The tendies. Elite. Perfect crunch on the outside. If they're scorching hot when you get them, like if you were serving those in a regular restaurant, like fresh out of the kitchen, 11 out of 10. Delivery, you always have to deal with that heat check after. Okay. Tenders, fantastic. Buffalo Mac with the little McNuggets in it, or Snapback Nuggets. 8 out of 10. Little too cheesy for my liking, but some people like that. A little saucy, you know. I needed a little bit more noodle, less cheese. But overall, great. Don't think I tried the regular Mac, but it was probably just quality. Well, we do have um, a Snapback Mac, which is... Maybe that's the be, one I ate. It, it might have had the buffalo chicken in it. Which it the, maybe that's the one that, I ate. The cheese, it is a little cheesy, but I like that. Some don't. It's all right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the sauces. Snapback sauce. Top two, not two. It's like it's snapback sauce at the top. There's a huge step. Not to say it's bad, but it's just showing how elite the snapback sauce is. You're a big fan of the Carolina Gold, personally. I am not that big of a barbecue person in general. But if you like that, if you like a barbecue, I think you would have liked the Carolina Gold. Chicken tender sandwiches. I got them when they were cold and I was really full. So I couldn't really enjoy it. But I feel like the, the glizzy bun acted as a nice crunch it was a crunchy glizzy bun almost pickles too pickles too. pickles helped a lot um so i can't give an honest review on the sandwiches i'll have to order that uh sometime this week and then there are the fries the famous snapback fries which apparently age like wine and get crispier over time i thought since the event was four to seven the food would come out at four by the time seven came around the fries would be burnt to a crisp they weren't but I understand what you mean. I don't think crispier is the word. And this word I'm going to say is going to come off negative, but I don't mean it like that. 
they did get harder. Okay. But I wouldn't necessarily say crunchy. And do not confuse hard with, like, stale. Right? Because, like, if you took... Okay, so the fries came out early. I had them right away. Even before food was serving, I picked one. They were great. They were hot. They were crunchy. And I went back. They were a little cold, but they were harder. I could tell. I could taste that starch or whatever you guys put on it. Mm -hmm. If you were to zap them in the microwave, as we say in my family... I'm curious if you could have raised the temperature but kept the stiffness of the fry. But overall, as someone who tries and successfully shits on everything you do in your life and everything you support, I was very impressed with the food. I thought it was an awesome event. And I think this thing is going to be awesome all around the country. I appreciate that. Very excited. And what we want you to come up with the food challenge so now that you've got that's that's not for me to do like people i did the oysters people challenge me set your prize set your number i understand with you personally but i think that's going to be part of the story is you're going to create this challenge for yourself and then it's going to go on the menu and it's going to be a challenge and we're going to we're going to refund if someone completes the challenge and tags us on social we will give them their money back it'll be like that you go to a diner you you got to incentivize a little bit more than that, though. No, because I think, it, yeah, you'll you'll get something in the reward system. Merch. You go up, you get a little plaque on the site. Like, there'll, there'll be give, a little. Give some merch. Give some merch. Yeah, some merch. So you, you don't have to do it right now, but eventually you're going to be at the one knowing all the elements to come up with what the official challenge. The thing is, the food that you currently have on the menu, you've got the, the tendies, the fries, the mac. That's not necessarily conducive to food challenges, yeah, yeah. right? Like if you got nuggets, we're talking. Like I can I can quantify how many nuggets would be a legitimate challenge. Tendies is a little bit more difficult. Okay. But I can I can get in the kitchen. I can brainstorm, no pun intended. Yeah, get in the kitchen. Well, if you guys had a chance to order, if you're in a location, go to snapbackkitchen.com. And get your Snapback Kitchen food. And tag us on Instagram. Tag me on Twitter. Tag us and we will reshare that. And you get a chance to go to the NBA Finals if you order with more. Most importantly, most importantly, with that type of food, you're going to expect this. I didn't get the shits. Yeah, that was huge. And I didn't get the shits. I've had it to the point where I almost threw up and I still didn't get the shits. So that was actually huge. Well, I don't necessarily think that eating food and making it throw you up is a good thing. I don't think you should advertise that. It was during the tasting where I had 14 tenders and six sandwiches and four and four (laughs) mac and cheese. I was like, I could not handle it, but I didn't have to poop because of it, which is a great sign. So now we are on to the NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs got underway. We're going to start in the Eastern Conference, and Abe's going to have to give it like four minutes before we get to the Sixers. We're starting with the game of round one, the series of round one, maybe one of the best game ones of all time. I know we're, the last thing we want to do is be prisoner of the moment. Yeah, that like, was miserable, Jack. It but, was dope. It was dope. How, how you're rarely going to beat that. The first half was brutal. The foul calls were terrible. Durant was awful. The second half was some of the most high quality first round action you're ever going to see. And I know, you know, to say it's the greatest first round game one of all time is a lot, but it did end on a, you know, lead change buzzer beater by, by a superstar. No, 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 no. By a superstar, Jason. No, 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 no. What did that game one? 
to not be ESPN. What did that game one do for that series for Jalen Brown's legacy? What are your thoughts? <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> what Al are your Horford's th- legacy. <laughs> yeah. We were having the conversation about is Al Horford a Hall of Famer during the game, but not That's a miserable that conversation. What do you think? What th- do you think? This just felt like a classic. Like I feel like all year, last couple of years with Jason Tatum when they earned those black jerseys. When you have a Sunday matinee and Boston is playing against another good team, I feel like it's always a sick game. Yeah. Now the story of the game to me, and I I don't want to take credit for this name, but I will be referring to him only as Cryrie Irving. For the rest, why is this guy such an angry little man? I think I'm on the other side than you. Stop, Jack. Stop. I like he said in his post game presser. He said, "If you guys are going to talk shit as a competitor, I can only take so much before the competitive juices get me, and I talk back." Now he did say, "Suck my dick, bitch." So. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> is that supposed to be like bad on Kyrie? The one after thing, the game, the one, like that's an angry little boy. Like I get the other time, like the middle finger though. He's chatting at the free throw line. That's fine. The middle finger is just weird. It is weird, and it's even weirder. Do you see the behind the head angle? He mm-hmm. when when he did this, the crying stuff. Right before that, he put his hands on his head like this, and the original flipped line, him off. But behind, he actually has his back to the crowd and is flipping him off. Giving the like that's a weird amount that's of three, clap back. That's three flip off. That's gonna be a hefty fight. Like Jack, that's you the- and I, you and I sat very close to Brooklyn, Philadelphia, and we were able to hear the type of trash talk that Kevin Durant was getting and that Kevin Durant was giving back. Kevin Durant is a professional trash talker. He's not like saying "fuck you" or flipping you off or actually like getting aggressive with it he's using who he is to his advantage and just like he knows he's better than you he knows that he's kept you know who i am he's saying you're lucky i'm even talking to you you're happy i'm talking to you like that type of belittling like the type of trash talk that Kyrie was doing today was like schoolyard tattletale bullshit like go and tell the principal that someone said. But he I, wasn't. But he, he Kevin Durant is like you can talk trash. Out court side. He was Kevin Durant people out court side. Right, Kevin Durant's type of trash talk is, I know who I am and I know who you are and I'm going to make you feel bad about being lesser of a human than I am. What? 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 Why do we glor- glorify, glorize, glamorize, glamorize, glorify, glorify? I'm going for glamour. Why is everyone like? Trey Young embraces the villain role so much, but when it comes to Kyrie Irving, it's just hatred on his. And maybe Trey he, Young has never flipped people off, so suck my dick. That's like fair. it's it's a different level of trash talk. Like it's actually like Kyrie is like it's like a toxic relationship with a girlfriend or something. Yeah, it is. It's very. It's toxic it's not, dude. What do you mean? It, I mean, he's the one that caused the toxic environment. You Don't could ask argue that. He also. He I, also, I didn't argue it. I said it. He also was like let's get over this and they were like no and so he had 30 why would you like that's what being a fan is you he get had to hold on to that on shit. lucky's dome and it's just a shame that they lost and lucky's the going home with a dub lucky's going home with a dub kevin durant was miserable in the series and i want to i want to go hot take Game. real quick i want to go hot take here Ugh. prior to picking the series everyone keeps with the com keeps saying i can't pick against kevin durant I think it's going to go seven, and we're going Nets because I can't pick against Kevin Durant. They said it on the pregame show. I see it on Twitter. I hear it out of your mouth. What does that mean, I can't pick against Kevin Durant? Because the only two times he's won a championship, he was on the best team in the world, like by a a wide margin. And 
Right. And outside of that, he's come up short in the playoffs like many, uh, many times. Last year, toe on the line, uh, up OKC, he's up 3-1 in the series. And he's always had a disgusting amount of talent. So, sure, maybe he doesn't lose in round one like Bron did last year. But why do we say, I can't pick against Kevin Durant as if... He's terrifying. He's terrifying. I don't know. I, I don't I don't see it. That he, way. He's a terrifying human being. There's nobody I'm more afraid of in one basketball game to play against than Kevin Durant. But it's a series. It's a series. And Kyrie Irving was the best player on the Nets. And Jason Tatum was the best player on the Celtics. And he was the third or fourth best player on the floor today. And today. obviously game two, I'm sure he'll, he'll do his thing. But I don't have the feeling because it is a full series. Like you said, one game. Sure. Who am I going to go with if it gets a seven? But I. This could end in five. It could be close games, but I don't feel 70. This feels 70 to me. No, 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 that's not what it feels. It feels like everyone in the world wants it to go seven. (laughs) Nothing necessarily says this is going to end up going seven games because outside of a, you know, spectacular performance by Kyrie, the Celtics win that game pretty handedly. Everyone wants it to go seven, honestly. But I mean, the thing about series is, in the NBA playoffs is like a series can end in five, but it can be a series that two plays is the reason it ended in five and didn't go seven. Yeah. And that's what happened today. Like if Brooklyn, if, if Marcus smart is the Marcus smart of the last three years and shoots the ball with three and a half seconds off, it could have gone in. It could have, he could have cashed it, but he made the play. I was trying to look at the film and understand give it was a pass no not that i was trying to look at Kyrie's defense to blame him to saying he could have stopped tatum or whatever but he threw it high enough there was nothing he could really do um yeah i mean it feels like one that everyone wants to go seven but a few plays can swing it the other way and it's like what have we seen steve nash do in the past when the going gets tough kevin durant plays 75 minutes a game and I think that's going to happen throughout this series. I don't know necessarily how many minutes he played today. I wouldn't be surprised if he played 44 or whatever it was. Let's check exactly what it was. It's why Miami and Philly, it was so pivotal that they ended up not. Kevin Durant that. played 41. Kyrie played 42. Like You remember last year when they played Milwaukee after Harden got hurt. Kevin was playing 48. He had the four, he played 54 or something when it went to overtime. He had 49, 17, and 90 or something. That's what it's going to come down to. And at the end of the day, Boston's up one nothing. Sure, they're 100% the better overall team. The most lethal scoring duo of all time. The most skillful duo of all time what is on what the you, Brooklyn Nets. You're, you're getting caught up in Kendrick Perkins' skillful I'm argument not. of Kyrie Irving. Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant is a better duo than Kyrie Irving. But if you want to categorize it in skillful, go That's ahead. That's fair. That's fair. But let's talk about the real winners today. Who's the real winners? My boy who got that hug. Oh, my God. My boy who got that hug. That was spectacular. This kid who... He had that in his dome for 48 minutes. He was bricked up center court waiting for that hug the entire game. And Jason Tatum... So he got the hug prior. He actually got the hug after the Jalen Brown. It was so three. cringy, awkward. Oh, it was so good. And the extended <laughs> clip's even better. Brown hits a three of pants. And there was some really good audience. She went shots. with the double high five and he said, Come here, baby. He said, Come here. And the other girl was kind of upset about it. I'm just curious because 
we didn't get the full shot outside of the second girl but was it just the three of them at the game where are the parents how do you afford game one against brooklyn in td i don't really know how he was there he's a pimp that was his ting though right or are we talking friends it is now it is now jason tatum will be officiating that wedding in a few years (laughs) that is his just just don't let deuce Tatum. the best part about the hub she went with the genuine like under the armpit squeeze Mm -hmm. back hug he went full rest my head on her shoulder thing no it was adorable it. it was great he had it planned out he has a crush on that girl and that poor kid is going to be, like, bullied at school now, though. Not bullied at all. Uh, he executed. Think about the pressure, right? You think Imagine about. Imagine that somebody else's girl and he just got sniped. You have your, the entire game. You can't focus. This is the most How do you crazy. not go for the kiss, though? That's It just might be a lot. And in the heat of the moment, he actually came through and executed the hug, denied the high five, and executed the hug. Shout out to, to Young Bull. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm going to say this with her right here, unfortunately, um, sitting next to me. But if, if if I was at a Sixers game in the playoffs with my girlfriend and James Harden caught it with a second left, spun to the hoop, and laid it in, I actually think I would shove my girlfriend to the ground before I hugged her. Yeah, in that, there's, in that, there's like, no <laughs> chance. Of I mean, let's in this theoretical where you even went to a playoff game with your girlfriend – then we can say whatever, but I don't see that happening either. Like, that's just not... You can tell they're not dating and he just has a huge crush on her because if they were dating, if that was his girlfriend, if that was his wife or whatever, she's not getting... Like, it's it's one of those puts the hand out and nothing gets, so she daps herself up. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Dave, you'll be in the building on Monday night. Game two, Toronto is in Philadelphia. And game one, wire-to-wire winner. Sixers were awesome. Joel Embiid, eh, Harden, pretty good passing the ball. But Tyrese Maxey, the star of the show, that's the guy you've been banging the drum on. Series is over. They got three guys out, Thaddeus Young, Scotty Barnes, and Gary Trent Jr. Is this a sweep? Are we looking sweep territory? Sweep, five, doesn't matter. Told you I wasn't worried before the series. Shit pumped them yesterday. I see Raptors fans <laughs> bitching about the, the calls or the fouls on Twitter. Like, if you're a Raptors fan and you – chalk that up to anything other than just getting your cheeks clapped yesterday then swallow some of your pride to be honest like you just got smacked we are the best we have okay you're not gonna agree with this but we have the three best players on the court at any given time it's maxi's better than siakam i know you're gonna say that's crazy but anyway um i don't need to spend too much time on this it's not a one series playoffs it's one down 15 to go to get to where we need to be, we need to win tomorrow. One game at a time, 1-0. Series yesterday went just as how I expected. We're the better team. We're going to win the series, and we'll move on, and we'll see Miami in the second round. All right, so in every playoffs, everyone overreacts to game one because that's the only data set they have. They have a one-game sample size. And not to say it's the Sixers. The Hawks got absolutely smoked by Miami. Everyone says that series is over. The Warriors, who we'll talk about later, they crushed Jokic and the boys. You've got the Bucks, who are beating the Bulls right now in the fourth. And I'm sure the Suns will beat the are Pelicans. They? The Bucks are up five on the Bulls. And yeah. so, so not once again, not saying it's the Sixers series, but one of those series, there's normally like a blowout in game one, and then game two comes back, and it's stolen, and it's just like, whoa, 
we weren't expecting that. For Who, sure. Which series do you think? Like, you're not Maxi isn't going to go off for 38. Not to say Harden couldn't, and you could smoke him again. But which series do you think we're like? We've already penciled down as oh, we watch one game, it's over. But it's really just getting started. I don't think I'm in any position for the rest of eternity to say anything negative or rule out the Atlanta Hawks. I just I I legally do not think I am allowed to do that. So for that reason, listen, they they absolutely pumped them today, right? Miami Duncan Robinson's not going to go 11 of 13 from three. Trey Young's not going to go one of eight from three. Trey Young's not going to go one of 12, one of whatever he was from the field. The market will correct itself. I'm not saying Miami's going to lose this series, but out of Sixers, Raptors, Hawks, um, Heat. What else do we got? Denver. Nuggets, Warriors. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there is a most valuable player, so you would assume the most valuable player wouldn't get swept, but we'll see. That's right. Um, but I have no I, – I would be an ignorant asshole if I ruled out the Hawks. Yeah, and me- you know what? I hope I'm wrong because I know I have close friends that are diehard Miami Heat fans, and if they were to somehow hell froze over and beat the Sixers in the second round, I'd never hear the end of it. I don't care. I do not ever want to do have anything to do with the Atlanta Hawks for the rest of my life, no matter what. So I also think it's the Hawks because a lot of crazy shooting splits. You also have to factor in the Hawks. This was their third game in five days and a 1 o'clock start on the road it was a really prime spot for miami now atlanta gets two days off and it was a really prime spot for miami says the kid that forced a hawks bet down my throat at twelve forty-five today yeah we bet all, you know we took the hawks and we we were incorrect sue me i made a mistake <laughs> i would love to <laughs> and you probably will one day Giannis already did you're next in line get in line so I think you get two days off, and really what's going to happen is Trey and the coach will adjust to Miami's looks, and they'll have way better plan of attack to get at them. The Capella loss, like I didn't even feel like that was a factor at all. It was completely the perimeter that got destroyed. Tucker hit uh, four threes. Duncan. Obviously. It wasn't that the Heat were not missing. It was that the Hawks also weren't making anything. Yeah, it was just a, it was the total domination. So that game, that game two, would not shock me if Atlanta came back and still won or play competitive, and then Atlanta got game three, and then we kind of have a series. As everyone knows, series doesn't start until the road team wins a game. So I, I opt there. Fourth game right now. It's tough. To, it's tough to call. We've got a three th- point game. Twenty five seconds left. No, nah, Levine just like, missed a. Yeah, looks like just missed a three. Game is over. Look at that fourth quarter scoring, fifteen to fifteen. Crazy, absolutely crazy. I really hope Drew Holiday's not at the line right now. That would hurt. Let's see who it is. Yep, it is. Did we just lose? Did we just lose all our money at the buzzer? Five guys, burgers and fries. Our Five Guys Burgers and Fries. We had Levine. Do you call it the Five Guys Burgers and Fries? Because if it hits, you can afford one burger and one order of fries <laughs> from there. I can't shit talk Five Guys pricing because Snapback Kitchen, oh, we lost with five seconds left. The Five Guys Burgers and Fries. That's hard. The last leg? The uh, No, we have Ingram. Uh, we have book against Ingram tonight. But we were up 18 to four in the spread. Drew was plus four and a half. And with... Uh, then Levine got in foul trouble. He went 0 for 4 in the fourth, and it looks like Holiday just hit a 
hit a free throw, two free throws. So unless Zach Levine comes down and gets a bucket right now, uh, the Five Guys Burgers and Fries will will take an unfortunate L. DeRozan, I was watching the game today. DeRozan, I mean, that guy, now I'm starting to understand why he's, he's not great in the playoffs. He just comes down and chucks contested two after two. And Zach Levine's like standing on the wing, like, dude, pass the ball. He's... Zach Levine's first playoff game ever today. Yeah. DeRozan shot six for 24 today. Pretty brutal out there, but that's tough on our five guys. Anyways, the Bucks take a very low scoring win against Chicago. I think the disrespect to Chicago is somewhat fair in that they don't necessarily have a chance in the series, but opening up 10 and a half point underdogs just felt like a lot, in my opinion, for a playoff game. These games tend to be closer. We know that. And I thought Chicago was locked in. They had a chance, but no scoring in the fourth quarter. Um, So that covers all of the Eastern Conference. After the break, we're going to talk about the West. Is there any other comments you have on the East? Abe, right now, would you say one through four, you're confident, are moving forward, or are you still rolling with Brooklyn? One through four. I don't want to pick that series. For what I don't want to do it. For what reason? I don't want to be wrong. Mm. You know? I don't know. I do th- you, you know what? I think Boston wins. I think Boston wins the series. I do. I hope it goes seven, though. Yeah. I think that's what we're all rooting for. I mean, it's a win-win, in my opinion. As long as the Sixers don't blow it in, in this series, this net Celtic series, from a slander standpoint, is a win-win for me. Yeah. And okay. we will revisit. I don't want to do this right now. But we will revisit, I promise you, when the playoffs are over, I will go from an unbiased standpoint and look at the list, and I will let you know if Jason Tatum has broken into this superstar. I know you think he's the last name right there so far. He's not there for me yet. He's not there for me yet. And I'm very glad it was that bullshit layup and not like a turnaround jumper today, because (laughs) that would have hurt my case. (laughs) Um, But we will revisit that conversation later on. He's, He's close. He's close. Out of all the fringe guys, he's he's the next one. If it's he, not Ja, if he is the best player in the series and they win the series, it like I think that's what will probably stamp him. And then maybe the Bucks beat them, and maybe it's like all right, tone it down. He's not quite there yet, which is fair. Superstar is a crazy category. Like the only player who might have superstar status that isn't in there is like Ja. Because he's in his a category of his own, like you can't. He's a superstar in regards of. He's like, in the wait your turn category, but he's just so electric that he's in this interesting category where no like, jaw is wait your turn. It's coming. Jason Tatum is in the batter's box. Is in is in the on deck circle or in the hole. What about and Jason? Ta- I mean, what about Trey Young? Stop that. But he's high end star. Star. Not really good high. player. Okay. Really good player. All right. The Deshaun Watson of point guards, some would say. Hmm. What about Watson. Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving not a superstar? High-end star. I don't think he's a superstar. I really do not think he's a superstar. I don't. Let's revisit this. I got I to gotta look at the list. Okay. Because it's, not, it's very hard, right? Because there's so many guys that we haven't seen all year. We haven't seen Kawhi. We haven't seen Dame. They are superstars, right? It's like, and I am very keen on, you can't, like, this list cannot be massive. Like, there could be 10. You better not put more than 12 there. Mm-hmm. Because then it just becomes like a roster of superstars in the NBA. And I get it. Talent's at an all-time high. But 
that's not how this works. It's okay. not. All right. We'll revisit that after the playoffs. In the meantime, we're going to talk about the Western Conference after the break. And our boy Eagleson text Abe and I about some clubbing. We'll be right back. (laughs) All right, fam, we are back. Western Conference time. At the time of this recording, the New Orleans Pelicans and Phoenix Suns are set to take off in game one. So we will start with Mavs Jazz. It was the first game. Mavs went up early. Donovan Mitchell had two points at halftime. He took over in the second half. And it feels like if Luka Doncic comes back, even as a shell of himself, I think the Mavs can win the series. He seems like he's not going to play in game two. But the prognosis seems much better. Dr. Granoff, do you see Luka Doncic returning, making an impact? And if the Jazz even go up 2-0, headed home, the Mavs can win the series. Um, a lot of questions in one. Will Luka play tomorrow? And 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 no, he will not. If the tomorrow is a game seven, whoever went, if the Jazz win tomorrow, the season will the series will be over. Luka can come back. They can push it to six, maybe seven. I mean, I guess anything can happen in a game seven if Luka's playing. I. I it happened with Toronto, Milwaukee after the Sixers series, but going up to stealing two on the road and then going home to a fan base like Utah, where we know some of the things that'll be said. I don't know. I just think tomorrow's a do or die. I, I think the I don't think the Jazz are a good basketball team, right? I think they could easily lose to a Luka Doncic less Mavs team not not I mean, a whole series like I do think if it's not a whole, whole series but if right. they, they, I'm saying they could easily lose oh, tomorrow night sure. oh, they, they can easily lose tomorrow yeah. night and if that case when Luke is coming back all you needed if you if you knew Luca was playing was missing the first two games you beg to the heavens above to split at home you do not expect to go up to nothing like a team like I don't know the Philadelphia 76ers do you you pray to split and that's all you can ask for and hope you get Luca. And hey, if Luca's injury and the way he comes back from them in the playoffs is any indication like he did in the bubble, 47, 17, and 13 or something on the game-winning step back against the Clippers, you know, it was the bubble and it didn't actually happen. But I do think that the series is over tomorrow if the Jazz win. Yeah, because think about it like this. If the Jazz lose and it's 1-1 going back to Utah, you've essentially bought Luka Doncic four days more of recovery. You don't need to push the envelope for game three. It doesn't become as pivotal of a game. So now you've got a travel day, maybe a second travel day as they change cities, and then Luka can come back the day after. And at that point, now that has to be if he's close. Today he did on-court light work. The only light So work, did Ben. The only, so did Ben. The only on-court light work I've seen is Abe and I 101. Luka Doncic, I don't think he's going to be ready to go for Game Three. So if the Mavs, shot. if the Mavs can buy him four more days, that could really change the complexion of the series. I still think the Mavs have a really good chance. I think they can win Game Two. We shall see. The series that feels over after one game. I said, listen, it's just one game. Able to give you all the trolling in the world, but it's not trolling. The Warriors have something special in Jordan Poole. Stephen Curry came off the bench. Draymond Green is nailing threes. Clay Thompson. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Clay Thompson is looking Clay Thompson ish. Not perfect, but ish. The Warriors feel. And Andrew like, Wiggins is Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins is. The fact that, I mean, Mitch Trubisky was a pro bowler. 
And the fact that Andrew Wiggins was an all-star starter will will go down as maybe the worst all-star starter of all time. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I just, listen, the Warriors with Steph Curry, I think, are the only chance that Phoenix has of not coming out of the West. I don't think that necessarily, like, the Warriors wouldn't be favorited, I don't think, over Phoenix. But I think the Warriors with Steph, a healthy Steph, in the starting lineup can knock off the Warriors. And you got Jordan Poole playing like he thinks he's Tyrese Maxey. And he's great. And he's great. But it would just be very weird to me if somebody who's so valuable can't keep a series competitive in the first round, right? Mm-hmm. Just me personally. Yeah. I don't I don't know what you mean by that. Why don't you elaborate? Like, I would expect this to become a series because, after all, they have a two-time back-to-back MVP on their team in the Denver Nuggets. That's true. But what like, makes Jokic so valuable is about how bad I, his I, team Utah is. Raptor, Sig- Ligma, Sugon, which, which which one do you want to pick? I, actually, do I have the 2022 version of Excel? Yeah, I do. I can pull it up on my computer and tell you exactly why Nikola Jokic is the most MVP. I don't know the exact formula on Excel to, to calculate his uh, how valuable he is, but I know that in order to calculate Nikola Jokic's value – in the NBA, it is done in Excel. So Jokic was awful last night, and he cut they, out what? And they lost by thirty points. Right. Therefore, proving his value to the basketball team. I do think, and Draymond Green said it. I don't know if Draymond was playing a little bit of Draymond. tomorrow and undisputed. How the Nuggets' thirty-point loss helps Nikola Jokic's MVP case. I mean, it it partially does. It shows how Shut shitty up. they are. But Shut up. Draymond even said it himself, maybe it was being Draymond Green, maybe it wasn't, probably was. But he said, Jokic is going to come back and try and go 45-15-15 and just completely dominate the game. And he obviously has that ability to do so, and he'll need to. But he looked exhausted. He's not going to be able to you know, be higher energy for 48 minutes, so they need some bench minutes to pick them up. I don't think Jordan Poole... He's going to go for 40, but he could go for 30 often in the series. Like, he has turned into that type of player. The Warriors feel warrior-ish. Steph was way off, way off, as Mike Breen would say. But they still dominated that game. So, I'm not calling that series dead. And the Warriors series, is five. The series I'm definitely not calling dead is Minnesota and the Grizzlies. Abe has been picking against the Grizzlies. He thinks they're a premier cutie, it feels like. Ah, I never said that. So I never place said them that. in a category, contender or cutie. What category are the Bulls in? Cutie. So if you get in the playoffs, do you automatically get to fall into a bucket? Okay, no. We can do we can do okay, we can do contenders, cuties, no teams. Happy to be here. Sure. Contenders, happy cuties, happy to be here. Yeah. I think the Grizzlies are happy to be here. What? They're the two seeds. Stop I get that. It. I just genuinely think, like, I don't know. I had this, like, you texted me yesterday morning, like, all right, let's pick them. Like, and I had T-Wolves in six or T-Wolves in seven. I just, it was one of those I kind of felt it. I think they match up really well with the Grizzlies. I mean, D'Lo was awful yesterday, and the the Timberwolves were unstoppable, essentially. They dominated from start to finish, essentially. Ant had 34. That won't continue to happen. The Young Bucks yesterday showing out. Showed out. Showing out. Um, I think this series is going seven. I think out of all series, this has the best potential to go seven. This is one where the series odds flipped 
instantly after a game one loss. I feel like if that, that is- doesn't tell you that the Wolves are cuties, then I, I mean the Grizz are cuties, then I don't know what does. Maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. I think it's just a lack of respect for the Grizzlies, and and the Grizz are. Wolves. And don't get me wrong, I swear, because obviously I say I don't, I hate Jokic, but whatever. And obviously a while ago I said I didn't hate the Niners, whatever. I genuinely do. I swear to God, I don't hate the Grizzlies. Yeah, I, I love Ja. I loved. I actually hate Patrick Beverly. I would love to see him get clapped and not move on to the next round. Um, but I just, it was simply a hunch feeling. I'm not like putting them in that category of like the Niners that I did a few years ago where I would bang at the window. I haven't talked about the Grizz all year in a negative tone. I just had a feeling that this wasn't their series. I still think it is. I'll be uh, placing a wager on them to come back and complete the round one victory over the T-Wolves. T-Wolves are a decent team, but I just think the Grizzlies will get it together. There's the first playoff series for them. Had a little bit of a letdown. Their shooting can be streaky. It's a seven-game series for a reason. There's a lot of time. I think we do need a little Pat Bev, Draymond Green action next series would that be next round it would that would be it's the most dangerous for basketball that's the most like ugly toxic argument ever because they're both so bad but they both don't shut up right that's the thing when your points prop for both of them is nine for a game <laughs> it's not like you know, and everyone looks at it and goes i think the under is the play yeah disgusting absolutely disgusting all right the third series is we Four series. About, oh, we talked about all three. Yeah, Pelicans and Suns. This could be a quick pod. This uh, Sun. This series ends whenever the Suns want it to. I think in probably four basketball games. What do you think? Whenever the Suns want them to. This is a the play in is a dirty concept. These guys are grinding in March Madness type games just to get absolutely clapped. The Warriors. I mean, the Timberwolves a different story, but like this is going to be a slaughtering. Yeah. Slaughtering. There should never be 10 and a half point spreads in the playoffs. Never. The Bulls, I mean, the Bulls were 10 and a half point underdogs today. They almost won the game, but. Yeah, I thought that should have been like an eight type thing. Yeah. And the Pelicans could, I think it should be like a 12, 13 point spread. Yeah. They and there it. should never be that in the playoffs. Well, real quick, let's just show love to the Pelicans because I had, you know, a degenerate moment the other night. It was, it was Friday night. By, by the way, happy Ramadan. Happy uh, Passover. <laughs> you just said Ramadan. Ramadan. You said Ramadan. Ramadan. Happy Ramadan. Happy Passover and happy Easter to everyone and to whatever you may celebrate or don't celebrate. Just be happy. Hope you had a great weekend. And on Friday night, it was a beautiful Passover dinner out in Long Island. And earlier in the day, I was in bed. I'm so happy you just said in Long Island. <laughs> Why? Thank God. Oh, no. It's Instead not on Long Island. It's not on Long Island. Is it online or in line? In line. I'm not psycho like those. Like people. you're waiting in line for a bar? Yeah. Thank Jack. For... There are certain things that we might argue about. <laughs> I'm happy, you, I'm happy you're on my side. Okay. All right. Another question for you. A regular slice or a slice plain. of cheese or plain? Plain slice. These people order regular slice. What does that mean, regular slice? I know what it means, but... If I oh. if you said regular si- slice, I would think you're referring to the shape, not the type of pizza. Like, you right. don't want Sicilian or whatever. I'm getting yelled at um, by my Long Island girlfriend for... Well, she's for... dumb and wrong. <laughs> um, so, yes. In line, in Long Island. In line for a plain slice of pizza. In line for a plain slice of pizza. <laughs> 
on that topic, no offense to the Pelicans or the Suns, I'll still give the Pelicans my love. On our rankings, I went French toast, waffles, pancakes. I, it wasn't. It was kind of just like an off the hip type thing. I'm not. I'm not like too locked in on the take necessarily. Like opinion could be shift mm-hmm. potentially, but mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things where like you're ranking three good things in my opinion. Correct. You said flip the script though. Yeah. Uh, like I said, this isn't a take I'm going to die on a hill for. Like, I have no problem with any rankings. My rankings are Pancakes 1, Waffles 2. Those two are interchangeable depending on my mood. Just more often than not, I'm going to want Pancakes given the option. And no matter what, French Toast will be three. Just was never, like, the biggest French Toast guy yeah. growing up. Pancakes, maybe I've had bad experiences, but I just feel like I get a lot of mid-pancakes. And by mid, I mean... You lather them with yeah, butter, chocolate chip. syrup. Yeah, chocolate I'm chip. I'm not a butter like guy on my pancakes, honestly. I it's just ha- do syrup. It's however you want to dress them. But I just feel like I'm eating a lot of bread sometimes. And maybe that's where... and French. That's toast, what I feel about French toast. Right, which is like I, I was going to say. like You could definitely say that. but French toast is legitimately just bread. Waffles well, so and pancakes, pancakes is batter. Yeah, but it's the same. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Ask yeah. Didn't your girlfriend explain to you the difference between a cupcake and a muffin? It's what more sugar or it's more, more sugar? She did. It. I'll, after we hop off, I'll get the the, the baker's right. def, the yeah, baker's get... definition of what the difference between a waffle and a pancake is. Yeah, not now, but later. Yeah, um, she has more uh, <laughs> carbon dioxide in the in, in the bread. No, 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 no. All right, it's oh my love for the Pelicans. Passover and speaking of leavened bread, I'm a terrible Jew and I did have some leavened bread. But Friday night, I celebrated our people um, and our escape from slavery thousand years ago. And that's what the history. Talk about the Pelicans. <laughs> and I, so I was in bed. I get the Shams tweet um, on bed. On bed. I was on the bed and I get the Shams tweet, not the Jack Settlement Kawhi tweet, the Shams tweet that Paul George was going to be out for the game with non with COVID. And so I instantly go to an app and I place my entire betting balance, which was $3,000 on New Orleans. Plus you to believe that? No, you can let it roll. On New Orleans plus 150 to win $4,500. The plan is I would deposit more funds. I would end up hedging the bet. Unfortunately, I didn't do that. Fortunately. Unfortunately, which gave me the craziest roller coaster of my life, Pelicans go up 14 points in the first half. It swings completely in the third quarter. The Clippers go up 13. And at one point, the Clippers were minus 800. I was watching off a janky stream. Then I was on a Twitter live stream where, like, Lefko and Taylor Rooks were, like, commentating, but, like, really just, like, bullshitting around, having fun. And it was not a pleasant viewing experience to fully capture the greatness that the Pelicans comeback was. So we made a lot of money. I've since uh, withdrawn because I said, I'm not going to be that type of person. Take your winnings and just play with house money. And I've what happened the with house... the Hawks today? No, I've thrown, I've thrown, well, that's the remainder of the profit. I've thrown <laughs> away. Like I had Zach Levine point squared over. He didn't score in the fourth quarter. Like it's been a really brutal, but that's why you play with the house's money. And I was trying to play with the house's money with the five guys, burgers and fries tonight. But then, of course, Drew Holiday came Five in back. Five burgers and fries. That's so, a name. So, unfortunately, thank you to the Pelicans for that wonderful experience. And good luck against the Suns. Now, the main event. We talked about the NBA playoffs. We talked mm. about snapback. Get in here. Lunch, but we need to talk to the Canadian man who had himself a weekend. Not only we got- did he go 
to a professional hockey game. His first in how long, Eagleson? Two years, just about. Two years, 700 mm-hmm. plus days. This man texts us that he had, is it your first? Yeah, very first. First experience in a nightclub. Yeah. The actual legitimate text was, the actual text was, happy Easter, boys. <laughs> I went to a club in Montreal last night for the first time ever. I have some questions for the pod. Ooh. Jack and I have had our, are probably past our prime in, in our clubbing days, given that we're old as hell, but now billionaires off this podcast, so we <laughs> yep, can't spend yep. our time clubbing. We need to make content. Um, but Andrew, first time yeah. in a club. How was it? What questions do you have? Tell us everything. So uh, I'll start off with how do you cope with looking at your getting turned down by a girl no not we're not there yet how do you <laughs> we'll how, get there I'm sure. how do you cope with like looking at your phone your bank statement in the morning uh insurance fraud no, if they didn't make you put a, if they didn't make you put a thumb to anything there it didn't no, happen there is no thumb involved. there's no thumbprint there were no purchases there's lots of minuses on my account that i noticed in the morning that so was did painful. you went to a club did you get drinks at the bar or you actually had a table where you were uh we were, no you had to go up and get drinks at the bar and then okay right. yeah so it no, was so what no you're paying you're paying how much twenty dollars for a jack and coke in a bag uh i think i paid like almost 30 bucks for like five shots of tequila <laughs> what let's go party send me the Canada. address it's free it's free <laughs> send well, me hey, the time address out, time out time out time out that is Canadian you're saying 30 dollars. each that's Canadian. No, dollars. in total. That's Canadian dollars. Let me get the let me get the uh, translation. It can't be that far, Jack. Canadian. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually gotten close. You're right. Oh my god. That's twenty four U.S. dollars for six shots in Five a club. Shots. You paid f- around four dollars and fifty cents <laughs> for a shot in a club. So here's how you cope with it. Eagle say. <laughs> you grab your third leg. Yep. And you realize how fortunate you are to live in that country. <laughs> Is that 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 with I, Eagleson? Everyone was with making it sound care. like it was a lot. Eagleson, that amount of shots at a club in America is hundred twenty dollars. What? <laughs> Eagleson, Ava and I sat oh at the bar God. at the local pub with the lads on Saturday at noon. Oh my God! What a time with the <laughs> we lads. Had, we had eight beers, and it was eighty-eight dollars for those eight beers. Eighty-eight dollars, correct. So yeah, you guys need you, to come party up here instead. Holy if you, shit! If you really want to enjoy the Canadian uh, nightclub and really have questions for us, yeah. go buy your first bottle at a nightclub. Yeah, that will probably be a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't we we didn't buy any bottles. We were just buying like rum and cokes and then shots, and that was about it. But uh, you. And so you bought shots for your squad, like that's yeah. why I bought six. Or like I, I, I like I've never been. I Hurry thought that was like just a tank. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought like that's the protocol, right? Like everyone takes turns yeah. buying it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. No, but I was just curious. Except that like, one scumbag that goes to the bathroom conveniently and yeah. comes back. <laughs> the, that was like, another thing. You go that, to the bathroom, you have to scumbag. wait in line to get back in. Like so many things. That's like, weird. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I, I tried to go back in. The guy's like, you have to like, wait. I'm like, oh, okay. Shit. Wait for what? <laughs> ba- the bathroom in the There was a, like, bathrooms. when you leave to go to the bathroom, you have to wait in line to get back in. Do you have to go to, like, Yeah, I've never been to a club when there wasn't a bathroom in the club. Yeah, it was in it, it, but there was like, 
it was like kind of like this half door and you had to go to the back of the line to get back and like the place was packed okay, okay. any other questions yeah next question um where do you guys stand on like dancing at the club like how hard do you guys go yes. i'm a big dancer me yeah. too yes. okay i'm glad you guys said this because i fucking loved it it was so whoever much li- if you listen to this pod and you go to a club with Eagleson. If you're one of his friends, I don't know if any of your buddies listen to this. Next time you go to a club, if anyone snipes a video of Eagleson dancing <laughs> in the club, I will pay good money for no, it. No, I'll just pay. I'll pay for six shots in a Canadian nightclub. 100%. <laughs> I will send you the money for that. We'll buy a round of shots. <laughs> what is what is the type of music? Like, is it the DJ was unreal? I don't know if this I'm, is. I'm like not a big like deep they... house guy. No, he yeah. was he was playing just like all like bangers that everybody knew, and the, like the DJ was awesome. He was really good. Okay. The whole uh, the whole thing was amazing, and also like Montreal. Like I don't know how different it is from where it's I a live. Bachelor party location. There was lots of girls around that were. Would you What'd you do about it? So that leads me to my <laughs> next. <laughs> Look, I, hey, I mean, come on. Let's. Oh, no, I'm not no, like no. saying like I wouldn't have. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, done anything oh, 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 about wait, it. wait, wait. Gingers are very underrated. Fact. They get lots of hate, and Camille. I never got your last name, but if you're listening to this, I love you. Um, <laughs> I hope to meet you again sometime. Won't say anything else further than that. But we need Camille on the pod. I, please, <laughs> somebody find her. <laughs> Is there an issue with like speaking English versus French in clubs? So, like, how like, do you feel that out? Most of them were if French. You say wee my... wee. Oui, oui, is it like chill out or is it like hello? Uh, <laughs> my my French, it's not bad, and that was kind of like an icebreaker too because she was pr- very French. And then, oh, your English, it's oh, your French is so good, uh, like shit, like that. So oh, I'm also a producer on a podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also just ran out of funds buying four dollars yeah. <laughs> shots. But I'll get you next time. Yeah. You see that paper? You you see that Five Guys Burgers and Fries on Snapchat? Yeah, I posted that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, what other questions uh, do you have? Definitely, I can tell you went to the club. If you fall in love at the club, that's that's definitely part of your first. Did you go out for yeah. oysters after by chance? Did you make plans for an oyster date? Uh, I did not make plans for an oyster date. I never even like got to talk. to When her you after. do do that, they will hit you up again. Really? Jack can tell you. Yeah. Oysters. That's the play. Okay, I'll keep that in the playbook then for next time. But it was like unreal time. I've I've never had that much fun. Like seriously, just amazing time. Amazing. Yeah, we'll have to get up there because we will live like kings up there. Yeah, <laughs> when, Eagleson. When I went to State College to visit mm-hmm. my girlfriend and Abe, yeah, and, what the fuck? Well, <laughs> visited me way before you knew her. But we didn't go to the bars until right, 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 I knew right, her. Right. So I when I would go there. Drinks in Austin, where I was at school, were like seven or eight bucks, and in State College, they're like a dollar. Okay. And so I was literally Jeff Bezos in my own yeah. head when I would go visit because I was like, I'll get shots for the squad too. Yeah, buying for everybody drink in Austin. Yeah. So I oh, would imagine that... the pricing in London's even cheaper. I I hope so, but yeah, I'll have to be nineteen for that, unfortunately. But another thing, the do they wait, put wait, wait, crack explain? in stadium Ex- beers? Because I don't know, like, what the hell was in those. But, like, how did two beers get you that drunk? Oh, yeah. Well, they're like, tall at, for, at, at the Canadians they? game. What's they're that? tall. They're tall ones. Yeah, right? they were, but still, like. Those hit you. How much do you weigh? 
like pounds, please. <laughs> one one sixty. You're a bitch. <laughs> I don't think no. you weigh one sixty. Maybe a little. We've never seen his legs, Jack. Yeah, I know. I know. Secret. He's got like Saquads. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I think Eagleson's six four. <laughs> No, we made him stand You're going to be so disappointed when you meet me. You don't me. remember? We made him touch the ceiling. I can't believe I've known this kid for three years. I've never met him. We got to go to Canada. Now I'm at, All right, so Montreal is how far from you, Eagleson? Hour and a half. Not far at all. Hmm. Okay. That, that's the I place to, to party there. if you guys want to come up here. We'll be there. Yeah. We'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah. Don't the Expos still play there? Oh, no, Jack, the Expos turns into the Nationals. <laughs> Kidding. All right, do you have any more questions about the nightclub? I guess, like, any advice going forward for that kind of scene? Don't go to America clubs. Stay yeah, there if you want to keep okay. your money. Yeah. Stay in Canada. If you get the funds, the mm-hmm. table experience is nauseating in mm-hmm. terms of your bank account, but for a proper time, the right setting, the right crew, I would say it's worth it. Not often. Yeah. You don't want to be like an every Friday night type vibe, but yeah. like once in a blue moon. An occasion. You can you can have a really fun time, and that'll that'll up your nightclub experience. Yeah. Or um, it could be one of those nights, and Jack, back me up, where you get a table, and it's like, why the fuck did we get a table yeah. that night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that definitely. But if you have fun. a large squad going, if it's a good time, you know the place, you're familiar, like you went to the, go back to that same place. You know it's good vibes. You know Camille's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> if Camille's there next time and you confirm she's going, forget the crew, forget the vibes, forget it. Just get the table by yep. yourself. Yep. Camille, if you hear this, you got to find you. her. Yeah. Jack, how many followers do you have on your now verified TikTok? 5,500. Oh, okay. Eagleson, I need you to send Jack a picture of the club the day you were there and Jack's going to do those. If your name is Camille and you were there here, blah, 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 <laughs> and hashtag... Do Jack do hashtags FYP hashtag Canada hashtag Poutine hashtag um, McFraud <laughs> hashtag Tim Hortons hashtag McFraud. <laughs> we're, we're gonna find Camille for Eagleson. Yeah, send me a pic. All right, that works. Eagleson, next time, not next time, but when you go to your strip club for a mm-hmm. first time, we'll talk as well. Yeah, maybe that... you'll take more more tips from me. I've never been. Eagleson, no. final thoughts. I mean, why don't you guys come up and we go to a strip club? Um, crate challenge in the strip club. Twist me arm. <laughs> Abraham, final thoughts as you go to game two of Sixers Raptors. If you want, I'm just going to lay out the trends for you guys. My last four Sixers games I've been to. Game five against the five or six. Game five against the Hawks, blown 26 point second half lead. Clippers at home this year, blown 23 point uh, second half lead. Boston lost by 100. Brooklyn lost by 70. Those are the last four games I've been to. We'll see if that get right if we write the ship tomorrow. But Eagleson, I know you're in your North Jersey right now. Mm-hmm. We the North. You didn't watch. You guys are getting ship pumped. This thing's over in four or five. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. It doesn't even matter to me. If the, if, if the Sixers lose, you'll be in so much pain, and I'll, I'll just be happy. If the Raptors lose, then and then the, and then the, if the if the Sixers win and the, if the Sixers lose, sure. But then the Leaf series starts next week, oh, so God. we'll see. Eagleson, would you rather have another Can night we, with Would you rather wake or up? the Leafs win a first-round series? Just first round. No telling what's going to happen the rest of the playoffs, though. 
you guarantee the Leafs get out of the first round or you wake up to a text tomorrow from Camille that says, hey, I want to see you next weekend. Okay. So it wasn't true love. No, it wasn't true love, but that's a fair nightclub experience. The nightclub experience is about falling in love for the night and then, you know, figuring it out the next weekend. So Snapback fam, appreciate all for listening and appreciate you for hopping on snapbackkitchen.com and getting those orders in. And we will talk to you on Thursday. Much love. Peace.